another episode of Real Talk Education Lane. Well, ride along with me, Target, your advisor and guide. Navigate, listen, and experience the information to gain guidance for your lane. I'm giving Real Talk, and I hope you enjoy this ride. Viewpoints expressed by my guests are that of their own. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another fabulous episode. Join the conversation, the fun, and the talks, and catch the video on issues that are affecting us all today. Now it's time to get back to part two of my interview with Faye, the Cosmic Love. So many times, that's why I definitely advocate for um, de-schooling which is if you decide to homeschool your child to spend a season almost like summer vacation. Right. It's like a, a, a reset for yourself. You take your child out of school and you say, okay, I want to spend a certain amount of time observing my child. Because so often when we've been in the habit of sending our children to educational institutions, we we don't know our kids anymore. We know an aspect of our children, but we don't really know the fullness of them anymore because the majority of their time is spent with other people. You know, they wake up, you get them ready, they go to school, you know, sometimes they got to catch the bus beforehand. They go to school, they come from school, um, you make them, you know, wash up, change your clothes, get something to eat, while you as the adult is doing things, you know, putting clothes in the laundry or whatever, you might have asked them how their day went. You know, the kid got to do homework half the time. You can't help with the homework. <laughs> so, you know, like, I think the pandemic has really had that moment for people to reconnect with their kids. Some good, some bad, some pulling their hair out, some, you know, um, taking the moment to, like you said, learn along with the child. I think it's already springboarded from the past few months. The question is how moving forward are you going to capitalize on it? Have you capitalized on it right now? You know, now we're into the summer months. So you had to do all of this the past two months with your kids to get them to this ending point, which we are now. Now, what are you going to do that's in their interest or your interest for them to learn or to get like you said, more factual information on things that you've come across what they, they had in their textbooks or, you know, in the conversations or discussions with the class. So I think this is really a good time to go forward. And I think it's a beautiful time. In my private discussion with you, we talked about how nature gives us a blueprint on how to live more effectively. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about, you know, we're killing Mother Earth. Mother Earth will kill us all before she let us destroy her okay i want to put that out there with this whole um covid19 situation you know no matter where you stand on the issue it is absolutely bringing to light um and forcing parents to spend time with their children these kids that you claimed that you knew and you were sending your kids to school and you couldn't understand the teachers getting paid to do X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, little Billy bad. (laughs) Okay. 
Little Billy is bad. I don't got to tell you, you see it for yourself, huh? <laughs> you see it for yourself now, okay? COVID-19 done showed you Billy bad, mm-hmm. okay? There needs to be some type of diet change. Billy can't be sitting around eating hot chips all day and, you know, washing it down with Kool-Aid. It's affecting Little Billy. <laughs> okay? And Little Billy have a lot of energy and he cannot sit for five hours straight in a chair learning these things you know this is um this has really brought to the surface all the ways that we have lost communication with our seeds mm-hmm. we've lost communication with our children and we've kind of passed the buck on to somebody else and if they not doing a good enough job by our standards something that we don't actually want to do um then they are demeaned. They're disrespected, these teachers. Um, you hit the nail on the head with that. You, you said something that's, that, I, that needs to be said again. You said that you are sending your kids to school to teachers who you get upset with if they're not doing a good job but you don't really want to do that job yourself. Right. That's deep. It's sad to me, and it's disrespectful, because imagine if you went to go clean somebody's house, and this person's a hoarder. It's filthy. And it's taking you longer than you expected, but that person down your neck the whole time. Why is this done? And look at the dust in that corner. What am I paying you for? Come on. Well, in your ad, you said that you would have had this done in this amount of time. And you had all these these testimonials. Don't look like that to me. You would be pissed. And you'd be like, okay, well then, bro, you do it yourself. (laughs) Do it yourself since you just know so damn much. And throw the room. Throw the room at him, huh? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Take this. You know, but then you'll sit there and you'll do it to teachers who don't have just one cluttered room to clean. Mm -hmm. They're trying to teach 20 plus kids at a time, Mm -hmm. kids that come in with their own baggage. Mm -hmm. You don't know what these kids got going on at home. You don't know what diet these kids are following or not following. You don't know. who's on the spectrum sometimes, especially with minorities. You don't know who's vaccine injured. You don't know who does have um, developmental delays in one area, but in another area are completely gifted. That is hard. That is a hard job to do, especially when the educational system that we're um, dealing with right now has so many regulations in terms of what you can teach, how you can teach it, when you can teach it, because everything is focused on test scores, because the test scores determine how much funding the school is going to get. Right. So now the, the school, the education system isn't focused on making sure that your child is as bright as they could be, making sure that your child can be a productive member of society. No, it goes back to money. Mm-hmm. It all paths lead back to money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these teachers get into this business 
because they love kids and they want to teach kids mm-hmm. and then they get their degree they get to a job only for the administration to say oh yeah so about that you're not actually allowed to teach the kids that's not okay yeah i think that when you make the decision to transition out of public schooling and um into homeschooling or even public schooling more intentionally i think first we have to admit that the educational system is faulty i think that we have to become aware of how many biases are intrinsically ingrained in the very fabric of the educational system what the educational system was built for mm-hmm. and for those of you guys watching who don't know I'm going to school you right quick the industrial revolution mm-hmm. they needed factory workers people who could run the machinery people who could take orders well all right now this is why we have the grading system a b c d you know f when you look at meat when you look at milk grade a milk grade a meat these are people that they were hoping to educate that could be funneled into the working class okay it was never so that you could be the best that you could be it was always so that you could make the country the most amount of money and the educational system from then till now hasn't had major shifts i'm going to bring it to 2020 cuz we took it back now that again the disruption has happened mm-hmm. to the extent that it has again wherever you stand on the issue cuz there's many yeah. thoughts and processes on that but where we are right now it's focused on the physical but it's still not getting to the root of what the yeah. issue is which is how the system is set up back to what you were saying how or what do you think is going to happen going forward you could put a plexiglass between me and the next person but it doesn't change you're still teaching me that Christopher Columbus was the one that you know what i'm saying so where do yeah. you think it's going to be where we're going Okay, honestly, I feel that there will be millions going forward that choose to completely avoid the public school and private school sector period. I think that this is a monumental moment in our history in terms of re- especially as mothers because um we are entering the aquarian age. Um again, I'm a spiritual life coach. um for the past 2000 years we've been governed by the divine masculine energy order structure systems you know and now we're moving into an era that is um cyclical it is um for some more lunar you know it is the divine feminine which is nurturing protective it's absolutely a teacher um that is where we hold our um soul's wisdom as opposed to the divine masculine where we keep our intellectual wisdom and so moving into this new era um right now so many mothers are being called to love differently 
to love on their children differently. So many men are being called to really align with their emotions, with how they feel about what's happening and how they feel about their kids. And education is going to take a major shift. Um, this divide that they are um, proposing in terms of human interaction with children in a school setting, that is going to be met. It is being met with, um, with intense emotion. Mm -hmm. um, there are, I'm not hearing a lot of parents saying, yes, this is a great idea. No, for a lot of parents, this feels inhumane. Mm -hmm. And they are not going to stand for it. They are not going to allow their children to go into a system where they're not allowed to freely play with other children. Mm -hmm. Because it feels a lot like shackles. It feels a lot like bondage. You know, we're moving into a time where you're saying, hey, we shouldn't be divided while simultaneously saying, hey, you need to be divided. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you know, right. there's absolutely, um, there's a shift occurring and I feel that there will be at least a million parents who are like, now nah, my kid's not going back to school. That's one. Um, and it's really it has really illuminated the fact that they could have been teaching kids truly this whole damn time um, if they wanted to. Because if you want to have um, social distancing in school and there are parents who, you know, they cool with that because they feel like they don't have no other options. Okay, y'all put y'all desks further apart, however y'all want to do it. And the rest of the children in that class could still be taught from home virtually because the class can just be like monitored on a camera and your child can learn from home. You can still have that option. There's, there are going to be more options moving forward. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of what they're being taught, um, that might have to be a trickle effect because there would have to be a complete overhaul of the educational system and the the overhaul would have to account for accountability and responsibility for those in power to acknowledge that the the information that they have been um feeding into our children not only is it not factual it's biased it's prejudiced and it it really fuels self-hate mm -hmm. You know, they would have to, they would have to commit to change and they would have to, they would have to commune with minority intellectuals to overhaul the system, which would take a lot of power out of the white infrastructure. And uh, I'm not really feeling like right now that's a conversation that they're willing to have. Yeah to be completely honest, because a lot of what's happening right now is for show, it's for clout. The minorities are fed up with this, but at the same, with the same breath, a lot of other minorities outside of the African American sector make it a point to continuously teach their children about their culture at home. 
-hmm. For a lot of us, that's not a privilege that we have because we don't know where we came from. To say, okay, we're going to take the intellectuals um, from these minorities and help them dismantle the educational system in America sounds great. But when it gets to the African-Americans, you know, we don't have that many people, that many educators in our communities who share the same information in terms of our history. You know, there's a lot of fighting within our own communities on what's true, what's not true, and a lot of feelings, you know, sometimes and not enough facts. Right. Whereas a lot of these other cultures, you know, they can tell you the history of their people dating back God knows how long, but our history has been stolen from us in many ways, you know, even down to slavery, you know, because that's a topic that they, they always teach about in school, slavery, and they miss a fundamental part of that era, mm -hmm. which is pivotal for dismantling the system. The majority of the slaves on the rosters were indigenous to America. You they were born right here. And to huh. dismantle this system, you can't ignore that because you can't tell a group of people, all of y'all were brought over here on ships. We don't know nothing about where you came from. We don't know nothing about Africa. That's a different continent. We don't know nothing about that. We can only tell you about when we brought y'all over here on ships. For so long, that was just what it was. I know there's a, a, you know, a lot of revolutions and things of you know, being conscious of what's happening, what's going on, previous this and that. From that point was just, okay, we'll just go with that. You know what I mean? So many times things in history is really from the eye of the storyteller versus whether it's in fact, animosity, anger, truth, love, but the one who's putting it on paper or relaying is going to be how it's going to be given and then received. Yeah. So I, I know that's one thing that's, you know, really important to me, especially is I, I love to sit and talk with like my father or my mother um, and, and just, you know, those who, back to our country, have information and history. And I just write my little notes, write my, on my little notepad papers and stuff. And I put them in my little Ziploc bags and then, because I love hearing of history. I love, you know, going forward, somebody's going to say, ooh, that was some thunder. Um, somebody's going to say, you know, who, what was great grandma like? Or where was she born? Or how was this country formulated? Or how, and I can go back or pass those little notes, you know? And yeah. it's so small, but it's just in conversation. And the more we do that, I'm having a, that written record. Um, and I think that's important. And yes, you know, that's so important because what's been stolen from us is our oral history. Mm -hmm. You know? In all other cultures, they're used to the oral history. Hey, right. you know, my grandmother told me this, and now I'm going to say it to you, and then you're going to say it to your babies, and it passes on like that. Yeah. And that's been stolen from us. You know, our oral history. In terms of education, when I was young, and me and my husband were just talking about this, 
we both remember when we were young, being black, if you said, uh, like, if somebody was like, oh, you know, like, you got white in your family, why your hair look like that? And you say, no, I have Indian in my family. My grandmother's um, Native American or something like that. Yeah, okay. It became a running joke. Mm -hmm. You were made fun of for saying that your, your people's were Native American. Mm -hmm. And oh, so everybody got Native American in their family, huh? Right. I remember that when we were younger. It was always it was the big thing was, oh, I got Indian in my family. Oh, I got in my hair. I got Indian in my family. It was that was just the thing that you know. Yes, it became a joke, and people, because of our educational system, didn't realize that you did. It. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You did, <laughs> you know, but you were made fun of, right? Like, uh, like you're trying to culturally appropriate, or you know, you you hate yourself so so much, you hate the fact that you're African American so much that you're claiming to be indigenous, and it's like it all goes back to money, though, right? Right? Because in the time of the um the transatlantic slave trade, these ships were sent here by brokerage firms. And they would pay the captain of, of the ship per person on the manifesto. If I'm getting paid per person to create a community, right? Mm -hmm. I'm getting paid per person. Why would I take the money being given to me to sail across the ocean to steal people when it's mad people already here and I could put they ass on the roster and send it back and get paid. Like any dope man in America know that that don't make no sense. Nobody in business, nobody who, who has ever taken a business course would say that that was a good allocation of resources. It doesn't make sense. Right. It was there a slave trade? Of course there was a slave trade. That's not what I'm saying. But the numbers are inaccurate. Even in Africa, there, there is there is so much information. There is so much documentation mm -hmm in terms of how many voyages were actually made, how many people were actually stolen, you know? And the numbers that they have, the numbers, um, the number of indigenous people that were already here for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. It's not adding up. You're not gonna tell me that a couple of white men came from Europe and killed all the indigenous people. Mm -hmm. These people know the terrain better than you. Mm -hmm. Yes, y'all have different weapons, but they know how to use their weapons. Mm -hmm. Y'all killed, came over here, killed everybody. That's what they're teaching us though. Right. It's a lot, it's a lot more resourceful money-wise. It makes more sense. Mm -hmm. logistically it makes more sense mm -hmm. to conquer divide kidnap and
and enslave than it does to say, I killed everybody, took my boat across the ocean, and then stole people. Re repopulated. And repopulated. Like, come on. And then there's so much documentation proving that when um, Christopher Columbus came and then his, um, the people that came after him could not tell the difference between people from that just came from Africa and the indigenous people here. They could not tell the difference unless they were going further north into Canada. They looked exactly the same. You look at paintings done from that time. I know my people when I see them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, that lady looked like my auntie. I know my people when I see them. <laughs> the majority of these people enslaved were already here. And there's no way to dismantle the system of education without calling a spade a spade. Mm -hmm. It's too much you work. Would, too much work. You would have to admit that you have been lying to us for the entirety of the ed educational system here in America. And that's an L I do not think that they're willing to take. Honestly, minorities would have to take the reins on this. Mm -hmm. They would have to make it their mission to re-educate mm -hmm. everyone. If you leave it up to the white people, maybe it's not going to happen. And I, I, hey, I'm all for allyship. I believe that there is divinity in us all. It doesn't matter what color you are. Um, the source of all is the source of all. Mm -hmm. I do believe that as races, we might be at different um, parts of our journey in terms of our um, expansion and our spiritual evolution. Mm -hmm. But the divinity is in us all. So there are absolutely people from all races who are for actual justice, who are for actual change, actual education, because they themselves feel gypped. They themselves feel brainwashed. And there, a lot of them, I've been hearing from so many of my white friends, like, they hate that they were raised and educated in a system that forced them to think that they were better than somebody else. Mm -hmm. That equality was stolen from them too. Right, right. Because they could have been raised in a way where they saw the divinity in everybody. They were taught to intrinsically feel superior to somebody else. That wasn't a choice that they made, but people make it seem like they choose to be this way. Hey, you choose to stay ignorant, but when you were a baby, you didn't choose to be indoctrinated. Right. Somebody did that to you. A system did that to you. And it's unfair, especially when we're talking about education. It's unfair for us to put all the blame on white people in our generation for being the way that they are and for us not to blame our parents for the way that we are. Or because even the cycle, because the parents were yeah. in the cycle and that parent was put in the cycle and it's just been an ongoing thing and exactly. it goes back to when you know the oh the, the systematic um 
for systemic racism or you know you're in that pipeline where you just keep being taught the same thing over yes. not just on one side of the fence it's on it's all not, sides you're asian American, white you know black um you know hispanic you have a yes. pattern and then until it's broken like you said someone takes the reins and say this is enough enough we're starting from anew, and this is what we need to look at from all of yes. our perspectives, and, and we all hold the same um, equal, equality in this. Yeah. It's going to continue to be that same cycle. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I get it, because I'm Black. Um, <laughs> I get that <laughs> um, there have been horrendous things constantly occurring throughout our history. I get that. I get that nobody's safe. All right. Um but I genuinely feel bad for the psychological warfare endured by white people as well. Mm -hmm. Because if you are brainwashed into believing that you are somehow superior to everyone else that doesn't look like you. And then you get that soul spark that something doesn't feel right about this. Mm -hmm. And you start following the trail of love. And you're like, oh my God, everything that I thought I was, the person I thought I was, everything tied um, to my ego encapsulated self is a complete fabrication of the truth who am I? Mm -hmm. I have to be reborn. And even when I'm reborn, everybody's going to see me like the problem. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm genuinely trying to make a change, I'm trying to um, overcome all the ways I've been brainwashed. I'm trying to overcome all the, the wrongs I've done to people that stem from that brainwashing. It doesn't matter how many right things I do, I will always be perceived as wrong. Right. And and you know what? That just, I mean, that just hit something for me because the- Black people saying the same thing. It, 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 something just like clicked for me. The exact way that we, and I, I don't want, I'm gonna just say it. The exact way that we, feel that because of the color of our skin we're looked at a certain way it's the reverse that from what you just said no matter how much you may want to change that fabric you're looked upon as you don't get it or care because of the color of your skin so that's right. the warfare is 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 a beast it is and like i'm seeing a lot of people talking right now about unity and they're educating themselves, they're educating their friends, they're educating their loved ones, which is awesome, right? Um, but there is a very nefarious energy afoot. There are um, people in power across the world who know the basic tactics of war, mm -hmm. divide, divide all right and they we are getting played yeah the we're getting, bro we're getting played there is a major agenda because 
if I can create division and a sense of fear and scarcity within you, I can get you to not talk to your neighbor about what's actually going on because y'all got beef and y'all don't even know why y'all got beef. <laughs> and I can keep you working a ridiculous amount of hours feeding into the machine. And when you do have free time, you're going to jump on social media. You're going to watch the news so that you could be aware of what's going on because you've had so much time throughout your day separated from humanity because you're working. You just need a little piece of what's happening in the world. Now I'm going to feed you with whatever narrative I want to give you and keep the cycle going. Yes. Keep the cycle going. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about energy vampires, yo, it's vultures out here mm-hmm. feeding off of your fear, feeding off of the division, you know, and the their biggest, the biggest enemy to the enemy of peace is unity. Mm-hmm. Because there is absolutely an enemy of peace. There are people on this planet whose egos are so big, they are so um, egocentric, they are so evil, like, and by evil, I mean, they, they will stop at no end to see chaos, destruction, division, reign. Mm-hmm. There are people who wake up every single day and think about how they could take over the world. Right. Right. Most minorities wake up every single day thinking about how they could get a good meal, when they're going to dance, um, what they're going to learn, when they're going to have sex. <laughs> we just want to chill, to be honest. Like, if we, like, we don't have no problem working um, hand in hand with nature to make sure that we're provided for and our kids are provided for and stuff like that. And then, okay, once the work is done, we want to chill. We want to relax. You know, even when, you know, the woke people on the internet are like, why are you still um, celebrating 4th of July, bro? You wasn't free 4th of July. It, first of all, those woke people I'm referring to is me for the record. Um, we still have those other people who are saying it's just an excuse for us to barbecue. <laughs> We get a day off, which I respect. Right. Because honestly, that's what we want to do. We want to spend our lives living in love, living in unity right. with each other, in peace, barbecuing, laughing, dancing. That's our thing. Right. But there are people who wake up every single day. They get three hours of sleep and they up and out. If they even sleep, they wake up every day thinking about how they're going to take over the world. Okay. And the other people who are also thinking about how they can take over the world. This is a click. Yeah. They clicked up. Okay. All of us, we're busy fighting each other. No, this way of learning is best. No, 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 Public schools are better than private schools. No, charter schools are better than that. But what about Montessori? I mean, my child went to Montessori and they were great. No, Montessori? Waldorf. How like, can what are y'all arguing about right now? school system. If we don't go to that, who's going to go to it? Our tax dollars are supporting them. So you need to go. Ah! Everybody's got something, right? Yes. And it's like, 
bro, you know, you could honestly just do what's right for you. Like, it's crazy, right? Like, that's an option. Right. You right. can just do what's right for you. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but people have done it. I've done it. And you it know? works. And it, it works. works. <laughs> because oh, man. there needs to be an overhaul of the public education system. And it needs to be spearheaded by the public. It's the public who puts in many of these things that we see, but it's also the public who's going to come and say, hey, uh, enough of them lies. We can't keep going along with the cycle. We're going to have to break this and now enter in truths. Yeah. And even the textbooks. Most of these textbooks are coming from like three different companies. I'm just like, and oh, if you just did a little research on those two companies, girl. Okay. I did a, a paper and I was, um, that was one of my things that I was checking into as far as like to how all that stuff gets implemented, who's on the top as far as with the power to allow what goes through, what doesn't go through, who has no connection to anything, but that says yes for it to be read and written. I, it's a whole animal. It's crazy. But again, yes. people don't even educate themselves on that or care to. They just keep following the... <sighs> yeah. But yeah. I find that when we decide that there needs to be a shift in the educational system and that truth should be at the core of education, no matter what the hell that looks like, mm -hmm. truth is truth. Empathy should be taught any educational system and implemented because education is only as good as you know yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you can read all the books in the world. Things only hit home when you can see yourself in them. Yep. Absolutely. Slavery doesn't mean nothing to you if you can't imagine being a slave. Right. Putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. We have talked. We have hit topics. We have, I mean, did our thing. You are awesome. Please tell the people about, you know, where they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can utilize and get your services because you are the truth. You are the truth. Oh, thank um, you. So, yeah, go ahead. Let us know. Okay, so for any of you guys who want to know, I am Faye the Cosmic Love, again, spiritual life coach. Um, I serve everyone by assisting them in discovering their divine authenticity. I help Black mothers heal from past trauma energetically so that they can parent more peacefully because we all need that. I do intuitive readings, so I connect to source and allow source to funnel messages specifically for you so that you can move forward in um, clearer, more concise ways. I also have a line of spiritual healthcare products. So I have anointing oil for every chakra. I have a prosperity oil. So for those of you who know, you know, um, <laughs> detox baths 
themselves to cleanse your auric field of low vibrational energy, um, spiritual bath tea to promote the clearing and cleansing of your third eye so that you could be more on point um, as a human and as a mother, especially because you need to be on point when it comes to your kids because they be sneaky sometimes. You need your intuition to be on point. All right. So you can follow me at Say the Cosmic Love on all platforms. My page has tips and quotes and inspiration and videos and all that good stuff to help you on your journey free of charge. My website is mycosmicintentions.com. Um, so you could go ahead and check out my products over there. I would love it if any of you guys seeing this that need some advice um, on anything, honestly, if I can help, I'm more than happy to help. Shoot me over a message. You know, I'm not going to be salesy or tell you to, you know, book my session and all that stuff. No, I'm going to help if I can help. I love you all so, so much. And I'm honored to have been here with you, sis. Oh, I really it was mine. You, like I said, you, like we talked about privately before, you know what I mean? You look for, for your tribe, your people, um, people who understand you, who you can rap with, yeah. people who feel like, oh, am I have to be self-conscious about what I'm going to say to right. them? Take it this way, that way. And that's always been something. The first time that we met. Just it, be it ourselves. Awesome. So thank you so much again. Um, I hope thank you all you. enjoyed this. This is going to be on Education Lanes, a podcast gonna have it on you know various platforms so that you can see you can hear um see us rocking back and forth in our craziness yes. my man prince who joined us today um in spirit Ooh. and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know look out for more i'm talking with uh, all amazing people like i said that i know from coast to coast worldwide um my peoples are are awesome and i want to share them with all yes they are yes they are what you're doing is something that is so so needed not just in our community but all communities you're an inspiration inspiration to so many people i really hope that the universe source god whatever you want to put it um provides all the resources that you need to expand this further than you could have ever imagined to bring loving people into your circle you know, um, so that you can continue to serve in the capacity that you're serving because people need what you're offering. Thank you. It's sis. a beautiful thing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We got to listen to this episode one, two, three, four times. How many times do you need to get all this? Because this was some good yes. stuff today. Okay. <laughs> good stuff today. But we will see you next time and hope you've enjoyed. Bye, everyone. Follow our Instagram and join our Facebook page so you don't miss any of the real talk.